When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It is Wednesday, September 7th. I'm your host, Eric Steven, and uh, the Dodgers and Giants had another uh, home run fest a little bit uh, on Tuesday. Not as, uh, the balls weren't flying out as as fast and furious as on Monday, but uh, the Dodgers came out on the better end of that exchange uh, in the middle game of the series. So, for the first time all season, a Dodgers-Giants series will not end in a sweep. Um, so, yeah, they uh, they beat the Giants. Um, what was the final score? I should have that in front of me. Um, six to three. Uh, Max Muncy had the big game. He hit two home runs and a double. Uh, he, he had that sort of resurgent August, but then went into a little bit of a slump towards the end of the month. But... It was a good night for him. Uh, Joey Gallo broke the game open with a three-run shot. Um, um, so that was uh, notable. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a good game all the way around. It looked early uh, like the home runs were going to keep coming for the Giants. Lewis Brinson, who homered twice um, on Monday, he homered in the first inning against Tyler Anderson, but then Anderson really settled down after that. Um he, uh, Anderson, has been, you know, excellent all year. Obviously, didn't start the season in the rotation. He had two sort of piggyback outings his first two times out following Tony Gonsolin. He pitched four innings in relief. And then um, he was, uh, I think when Andrew Heaney went down, um, that's when Anderson stepped into the rotation, and he's been there ever since. And now he leads the Dodgers in innings. He had his he pitched seven innings on uh, Tuesday for the ninth time this season. That leads the Dodgers. Uh, again, he leads the team in innings. He only allowed uh, only three runs. Uh, Brandon Crawford got him for a high uh, home run just inside the right field foul pole um, in the sixth inning uh, to make it a little bit closer. But, yeah, the Dodgers uh, had this one in the bag. So they won. Magic number is down to seven if you're into – uh, forecasting, that means the earliest they could possibly clinch the NL West is Sunday in San Diego, but even that would require a sweep uh, and also at least one outcome on Wednesday to go their way. Both teams are off Thursday. Um, I will note at the end of this game, uh, three-run lead, Craig, Kim- Craig uh, Kimbrell came in, uh, pitched a 1-2-3 ninth, um, and you may have noticed when he came out, 
because uh, I believe Sports Center LA, I don't remember them doing this um, the last time he pitched, but they did the they just played the full song uh, like over the broadcast. Uh, I couldn't didn't I don't know if it was they were playing it from the stadium or, or what, but it was it was very clear. Uh, but they were playing "Let It Go" um, from Frozen. Uh, the origin of that was uh, August 21st at Dodger Stadium was uh, Women's Day. And as part of the day, um, players used, uh, like the batters used walk-up songs uh, picked by their wives or girlfriends. Uh, except for Joey Gallo and Hanser Alberto, who are, who've been really good friends since their days in the Rangers organization. Uh, they both picked songs for each other. Uh, but Kimbrel's choice that day for his uh, closer music uh, was Let It Go. Um so he pitched a one, two, three inning that day. Um, he's, you know, famously struggled most of the season. He's kept the song ever since. It's, it's been uh, four home games with Let It Go beginning that August 21st, and then also two road games, so six games total. His only blip came uh, in the finale, series finale in Miami uh, when he pitched a perfect ninth and then was asked to pitch a tenth because the Dodgers were um, pretty spent as well as relievers. But he walked two of the three batters he faced and then left with the bases loaded. Chris Martin came in and got the save in that one. But he was really good for the first inning, just not for the second. But in his six games uh, since Let It Go, Craig Kimbrell has six one, two, three innings. <laughs> so, and plus that little blip in when he tried to pitch the second inning. But to put that into perspective, in his first 45 appearances, every game before uh, using Let It Go, um, he only had eight one two three innings, so getting a clean inning um, from him was a chore for the first uh, four four plus months of the season. Um, but yeah, like now he's he's looking good. Now obviously, uh, it's not all attributable to let it go, but it's just a fun <laughs> sort of line of demarcation uh, to note. Uh, it'd be funny if he just sort of goes lights out from here on out, and that they everyone sort of gloms onto that. Um, uh, I, I jokingly said earlier, uh, so the Dodgers were in uh, New York playing the Mets, and they saw um, Edwin Diaz, who comes out to Narcos. Um, one of the, uh, the the horn player in that song, Timmy Trumpet, uh, was there live to sort of serenade him in and play live music, which was really awesome. So I think if, if the Dodgers... I uh, want to get Adina Menzel to sing that song live as Craig Kimbrell enters. My only uh, question, or my only request, is that they have John Travolta introduce her. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about um, some Dodgers news earlier Tuesday uh, after the break. Okay, so I it's probably been something like <laughs> 27 consecutive podcasts that I've mentioned that September uh, for the Dodgers is basically about sorting out which pitchers are going to be healthy and ready come October. And, and a part of that is figuring out the rotation and who uh, there's a lot of injured bullpen pieces uh, potentially coming back in the next two weeks. So a lot to sort of sort out there. Uh, but one of the big pieces in the rotation um, is Tony Gonsolin, who's had a, a great year, obviously, um, all-Star was leading the league in ERA when he got hurt. Um, he has uh, forearm inflammation. The initial report was going to miss a maximum of two starts. Then he got pushed back a couple days, got an MRI when they got back home. That MRI seemed good. However, um, another a little bit of a setback uh, again on Tuesday. Um, 
This is from Juan Toribio at um, MLB.com describing uh, how Dave Roberts sort of um, described what Tony Gonsolin was doing. He was playing catch. said he wasn't completely letting it go. Uh, Roberts said they're still optimistic. Gonsolin will have enough time to build up, but acknowledge that he's not progressing as quickly as they initially thought. So, again, we still have, um, what, almost not quite five weeks left in the regular season. We're roughly, no, um, I guess it's four weeks now. Um, so there's going to be time if he's back in a reasonable amount of time to start like, you know, maybe twice or something like that at the end of the season, depending on how long this sort of takes. Then there's also the off days in between. Um, if they win the division, they're certainly going to be one of the top two seeds. So they'll have five days off. So you can see him getting like sort of three, I guess, maybe four sort of games in as a way to sort of build back up or be ready. Uh, who knows? But, like, that is definitely something to watch. But I think it's not It's not like this, well, he's just going to be back really soon, so um, we'll, we'll just see. I think it really is um, a situation where he has to sort of show something to be able to, um, for them to have him come back because this it's sort of troubling that it, it's still um, – I guess sort of bothering him or he's not able to fully let it go uh, to, to use a Craig Kimbrell term there. Um, but yeah, so that's, that'll be definitely something to watch over the next couple weeks. But again, pretty much all the next couple weeks are going to be about figuring out which of the injured players is healthy uh, and, and who's going to be ready uh, come October. But yeah, again, about four or five weeks to decide that. And I'm sure we'll have more updates as we go. Uh, the other uh, piece of news Tuesday was made official. Uh, Julio Urias accepted uh, a bid to play a pitch for Mexico in the World Baseball Classic. Uh, so that's pretty huge. He was sounded super pumped about it. Um, the Dodgers in 2017, uh, when he was just 20, it's, it's remarkable how um, like how young he still is, and yet he se- seems to be uh, seems to have been around forever. But you remember, like, the, the Dodgers, he, he was not, as someone who was, like, in the high minors at 16, I don't know if there was a rubric to how to sort of um, build him up or use his innings. So the Dodgers were always kind of cautious playing him with kid gloves for several years, and 2017 certainly qualified as that. And uh, I believe at the time the Dodgers uh, did not want him to pitch in the WBC. Um and so he didn't. And then um, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, Andrew Friedman was uh, talking with Bill Plunkett about this and said he was a little bit skittish about pitchers given, um, you know, the long season and then you have an off season and then you spend spring trying to ramp up. And the WBC is in like the middle part of spring. So do you want your pitchers throwing with that much intensity? Um at that point in spring, so that's sort of a concern. So it sounded like it wasn't like a, a given that the Dodgers were going to sort of quote-unquote let him, but it sounds like they worked whatever issues they had out. I thought it was going to be interesting had they sort of said no to that, like you have Urias going next year into his uh, free agent year, uh, sort of his walk year, so like would that sort of poison the well a little bit in terms of if he wanted to resign? So at least this I guess this is a little bit of goodwill if the, if if that's even you know a consideration for that. But I think it's going to be cool. The Do- there's, Dodgers are going to have uh, be well represented in the WBC. 
You have uh, Mookie Betts, Will Smith, Trey Turner for Team USA. Um, Dino Ebel is the third base coach. Um, Urias now for Mexico. I don't believe Canada has announced its roster yet, but it sounds like almost a given that Freddie Freeman's going to play first base for them. I'm sure there will be others, but World Baseball Classic is always fun, um, and it, you know it's more fun if you have like uh, you know players on your team or whatever that uh, that you're, you're there to root for. But it's it's an exciting event. It'll be fun to watch, um, and it'll be fun to see Urias pitch, and he sounds really pumped about it. So that's really cool. That's all we got today. Uh, we ha- there's a day game Wednesday, uh, a rare weekday day game. There's actually one more this season at Dodger Stadium, but that's part of a, a doubleheader on September 20th against the D-backs. That was part of that first week rescheduling. Um, then there's also the last game of the season, which is on a Wednesday this year, um, part of a six-game series against the Rockies, which is going to be wild. But, yeah, that's where, that's where we're at with the Dodgers. One more game on the homestand, and then uh, we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Thanks for listening, everybody.